Do you ever wonder how somebody sells two or three times as many deals as you do in the same period of time? Right? It has to do with a focus on these. Some do it not even really understanding how they do it, but this is kind of the breakdown and the framework for you guys to be able to do so. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. We're gonna go back to my, my key thing here. Favorite box of learning. So I can help you break it down. This one's called the FUM. What do you think that means? The follow-up matrix. Right? Follow-up matrix. Because guess what? Doesn't matter if it's the buyer side or seller side. If you've been here for a while, people that haven't been here for a while, I'm still seeing that fundamentally we're screwing up in certain places in the process. Meaning that we're not calling the right people at the right times, we're not following for the right way at the right times, or once we have followed up and got them as a client, what happens? They turn on us, they leave you, and they go with someone else. Okay, they cheat on you and they leave. Right? And so it's very, very important to have a, a, a system here that I can understand and really look at where my missing piece is at, how can I have that broken down. So I spend a lot of time breaking that down for you guys uh, when I have some time. So what do you think the first piece of that puzzle is? First needs to be my new business. Obviously, I want you guys to look at new business as people I haven't met with yet. That's very simple, right? Why do I, why do I break that down that way? I haven't been able to meet them face to face yet, right? So I have to group them in the right way if I haven't met with people yet. And so how do I want to subdivide that? I've got to make sure, like Alex mentioned my time, I want to spend the highest amount of time on the highest productive activities. And so to do that, I have to do what? Understand that everyone's not the same. And so the first person I have that's important I got to look at is my local. Why is that? Right Sellers and buyers. Local. Because I can meet them today at 3 o'clock and show them something and sell them something. Or meet with them at 3 o'clock, sign them as a client, and be able to list their house, whatever it may be. You guys with me on that? So this has what? The highest value for me, both seller and buyer. Second piece is what? Non-local. And I have to do what? Understand the psychology of how the process works. If I'm non-local buyer, different, different process than obviously a local buyer. If I'm non-local seller, different process than a local seller. And so I have to use my tools differently in my follow-up, which is very, very important. Third piece here is what I call my bucket. What does that mean? Follow-up. Anybody I've spoken to initially that I haven't been able to meet with yet that are in my bucket. That's going to be someone who is a technically a nurture. For the sellers, guess what that means? Like who they are? Or what does that mean if they're a seller in that, in that category? Uh, they're not ready yet. We thought about it, we got a home evaluation, we're not exactly sure yet. And here's the thing, there's different lead types that capture these people in different scenarios based on where it is. I can know a certain lead source will capture them sooner than a different lead source, so I gotta know that that's where they're at along that timeline. You guys me on that? Very, very important. The third piece of this is rebooks. I'm sorry, fourth piece. What does that mean? I've gotta be able to, number one, identify these people 
And number two, I got to be able to segment these people into my daily schedule of my focus on what? New business. If they're my buyers, guess what? I try to book a buyer appointment. We meet at two. Tomorrow, they don't show up. That automatically goes to a rebook. We're missing a ton of people here on the buy side too. Right? Because you're a 56% show ratio. That means 40% of the people that I'm talking to that I book with, I'm not focusing the time on rebooking them. And so I wanted to identify, here's the four main pieces of the new business that I want to make sure I segment. On the listing side, we miss a lot of these. We're very good at number one, number two. We miss a lot of three and four. Because what people tend to do is hunt down the new business. Now, what's the problem with only hunting down the newest of the new? I'm only talking to people that are very, very beginning of the straight line. And so here, these people have moved down the straight line a little bit. But what we tend to do as agents is we tend to talk to them a lot right here, put them into the system, and then we forget about them and never talk to them again. Meanwhile, some other agent just scoops them up at the right time in the right place and gets them done. And so I wanted to design and draw this for you guys so you can have a visual of like, okay, how am I looking at my people and my buckets and my, my, all my, my prospects and how am I doing, number one, organizing? Number two, following up. I look at this a lot when I watch the closeout deals. I'm like, holy shit, how they even convert them? They have no tags. They don't even know local or non-local, right? They're not even labeled as a past client. They're still enabled with an appointment set. I'm like, they just closed a deal with somebody who has an appointment set as a new lead. Which shows me as a, a, a business owner that they don't understand the fundamentals here of how to segment my database. You guys with me on that? Because part of our 12 steps is to do what? Organize, prioritize database. Why is that one of the lowest hanging fruit consistently? On the seller side, we're really good. We do a lot of new business, got a lot of new leads, we book them. But the ones that don't get booked, they just tend to go into the black hole. And so I've got to be able to, aware, to have awareness of doing this. I can't automate this because you guys have to use your skill set to identify and really, you know, uh, tag or identify them. You guys with me on that? I got to be good at all these. Because if I don't focus enough on here and only focus my buckets, I have a bunch of ones in my bucket and I can't figure out why I only have five people make low offers all the time. There's a balance of all these. Does that make sense you guys? Very important. Number two piece here is my met. Somebody I've had the ability to meet face to face. So number one will be what? Yes, my clients local. My clients locally search different than my clients non-locally. The psychology is different, the process is different, the time spent is different, the approach is different, everything's different. So if I don't have the ability to understand and segment differently, I don't have the ability to, to convert at a high level. Which one's more likely to cheat on you? Locals. Locals in a way, why? Because there's a million agents here. Well, they take the, the listing you sent them, happened last week, I believe, they drive by it, they call that for a sale sign, and they talk to the agent, and all of a sudden, what happens? They write the offer with the agent. Unless the agent demands to get out of the buyer agreement, then they'll come back and try to get out of the buyer agreement. Second piece here, what is it? Clients, non-local. And there's the same thing on the seller side, right? My sellers that are non-local tend to be a little bit less trusting. Why is that? Because they're just on a plane, nobody's talking. Right? They're thinking it's crashing. So I got to make sure I'm really in that communication at a deeper level. And so I want to make sure I segment. Let me just ask this question. How many people do you think when I check the deals have their clients segmented by client and local, non-local? I haven't seen any, but I'm, maybe, there may be a couple in there. 
right? Zero at the end. But why is it important for me to understand that? Psychology. The psychology of the buyer is different. So my importance of me understanding that and identifying them is important because my approach is going to be different based on where they are. So if I'm calling local clients that are buyers, I can pick out properties that are in their thing and say, hey, Brandon, just saw this Brandon listing. It came up, matched what you're looking for. Let's go take a look at it. Because I have free time. I want to get on the road and look at properties of my people because I want to get them making offers. And I want to keep them in my bucket. And so we tend to not pay attention to people very much. If I have a spouse, I don't pay any attention to them for a long period of time. What happens? Somebody else will. Right? And so I've got to treat my clients the same way. Very, very, very important. Number three, this is somebody that's important that we miss out a lot. What do you think it is? No sign. My non-sign clients. And what my goal is for this is to create clarity for you guys in the chaos of what's going on for business on new leads, new clients, current clients. We have to have segmentation because why? I only have X amount of hours in the day. And so whoever gets better at this is going to be better at managing the time they have and be much more efficient, which gets a lot more deals done. Do you ever wonder how somebody sells two or three times as many deals as you do in the same period of time? Right? It has to do with a focus on these. Some do it not even really understanding how they do it, but this is kind of the breakdown and the framework for you guys to be able to do so. So if I'm focusing on these, I have my no sign, what do a lot of people tend to do? Give up. Give up and never follow back up with them. This is a big hole for us on the seller side and the buy side. Wow, they jump through more hoops and they're further along the straight line process. So let's say I got one to 10 in the straight line, they're more like four or five. So what naturally people tend to do, they know the sign, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna go back to number one again. And y'all start trying to work on some number ones and you forget about the person after number five. And so with a little more seduction and a little more interest in following back up, I can get that person back on the boat and go in my direction with me. Does that make sense to you guys? Everyone in here has holes in their bucket and their scenario from this, even on the seller side like we mentioned. First thing I wanna do they don't sign is do what? Send them some videos, right? A picture of me personally to them. Send them a video. Send them a text message video. Seduce them with more stuff. Oh yeah, by the way, here's these 25 testimonials from me. If they're a homeowner, I'm gonna send them on e-alerts for their values. They may list with somebody else. They may try to force them owner. But what's gonna mostly happen is the agent's gonna screw up at some point and guess who's right there? Right, me smiling. Like the sneaky ex-boyfriend. You know, whatever it is. I wanna be in that scenario. Very, very important. What do you think the fourth one is here? I kind of had it here. I, I kind of think I may have doubled that one. Sorry. I think I had no show, but I think I had that uh, up, up top of the read books. But make sure that you're very, very aware of that. We've had some sellers at no show three or four times. And so I've got to do what? Group them in a certain way and have a system to follow back up with them over and over and over. What do you think that we do though? Why does this never happen like it's supposed to? We have good intentions to do it, but we don't actually do it because there's no system in place. And one thing my early coaches taught me is that systems work, people don't. If you're a human, you're not going to remember all this shit. So unless you take time to slow down and get very good at using to-dos and follow-ups and put in your calendar, you're never going to be able to execute at a high level. Very, very important to do. I got to give up anything that has to do with me remembering these people and thinking about them. I want to get everything out of my head into where? Into the system. The system never forgets, yeah. ever. The system never sleeps, doesn't make mistakes. 
And so I've got to make sure I'm sold out to that part, which is very, very important. 